Welcome to FedScoop's podcast series on IT modernization in government, underwritten this week by SUSE. I'm your host, Wyatt Cash, and in this week's episode, we're taking a look at how a new generation of open source solutions are helping federal agencies tackle demanding computing challenges, such as climate simulations and other types of high-performance computing applications. Here to talk about that today is Brent Schroeder, Global Chief Technology Officer at SUSE, the world's largest independent open source company. Brent is responsible for shaping SUSE's technology and portfolio strategy to support emerging use cases in the areas of hybrid cloud, high-performance computing, IoT, and artificial intelligence and machine learning. He brings 30 years of technology innovation and development experience to today's discussion, having led software strategy development at Dell in the office of the the CTO there, and before that, serving in various management and engineering roles with NCR, Compaq, and HP. Brent, welcome to the program today. Thanks. Great to be here, Wyatt. So Brent, let's start by asking, how has high-performance computing changed since the days when it was mostly confined to academic institutions and big energy labs running on very costly supercomputers? Absolutely. The landscape looks far different today from the vision most people have of large supercomputer systems behind glass walls, only accessible to by an elite few. Systems today can be scaled to any size, from departmental and developmental systems to very large parallel clusters that gather the, all the headlines. There's a huge diversity in computing technology. Containerization is helping with manageability and portability, and now machine learning is blending the HPC for example, by analyzing interim results during long-running simulations to avoid wasting computing resources if a simulation is flawed. Perhaps even more important, these changes have fueled a wider array of use cases that take advantage of HPC's capabilities, leveraging a range of techniques including simulation programs, automation that uses artificial intelligence, machine learning applications that look for patterns in data, or large-scale analytics. These patterns can be applied to problems ranging across refining the design of a household appliance to creating extremely durable materials in aerospace, discovering cancer-fighting drugs, and even producing more efficient and smarter vehicles. These workloads are both compute and data intensive in their nature. The upshot is that more agencies and organizations than ever before can harness the power of HPC. Well, how has open source software made it easier for organizations to tackle high-performance computing projects? I'd look at two key points there, collaboration and cost. The open source model has enabled the industry to accelerate development of more cost-effective solutions that would not have manifested themselves under any other model. Through collaboration, the entire industry has improved usability, making them easier to deploy and manage, and scalability, enabling the deployment across a much broader range of platforms, enabling an agency to scale the solution to meet more specific use cases. What types of issues or challenges would you say that government agencies and program leaders need to be aware of before plunging into high-performance computing, given these new capabilities? Let's break this into three broad pain points for customers around HPC. Leaders are asking themselves, how can we get it stood up quickly? Historically perceived as complex, how do I manage the complexity of an HPC environment, especially over time? And particularly, growing in sensitivity is security and compliance is a pain point. 
Especially in a regulated environment for federal agencies, there is more exposure. There needs to be consideration around this in a separate way from more traditional infrastructures. Even if they're in an open environment, when vulnerabilities such as Spectre or Meltdown hit, this becomes a problem. You mentioned use cases earlier. Can you give us some examples of where you see high-performance computing delivering greater strategic value to federal agencies that may not have been able to take advantage of it just a few years ago? Yeah, I certainly have a couple of good examples. First, HPC is a great fit in modeling where vast amounts of information are required, such as weather and climate forecasts or changes in our oceans. For example, SUSE's high-performance computing solutions allow customers to not only generate high-resolution ocean models on top of climate maps, but also provide a scalable, sustainable, and easy-to-manage ability to store it. And SUSE, as a couple more examples, supports the oldest weather service in the world. The service uses SUSE Linux Enterprise Server for high-performance computing to run a data center nearly 10,000 feet in altitude to observe glaciers, analyze climate variations, and run climate modeling. SUSE supports another government meteorological institute to make daily information available in real time. SUSE HPC helps ensure stability, reliability, and performance to work with all this data. And secondly, I'll also mention that fraud reduction is a use case that today, more than ever, is particularly attractive. Thinking about the huge amount of data that agencies are flooded with in nearly every program, it's not humanly possible to analyze this information by hand or even with traditional computerized checks. These problems are particularly well-suited to HPC and machine learning. Well, what trends or developments are shaping the open source environment these days that federal IT leaders should be alert to as they look ahead to take advantage of some of this? As I mentioned earlier, HPC modeling and simulation software is evolving rapidly, especially as machine learning and artificial intelligence technologies keep changing. For today's conversation, let me elaborate on three areas, the HPC platform, containerization, and the workloads in the cloud. At the platform level, there's a huge amount of diversity in CPU architectures with processors from AMD and ARM competing with the more traditional Intel processors and use of an expanding variety of accelerators such as GPUs and FPGAs, especially with the introduction of machine learning. The rate of change in HPC is higher than ever before and it is accelerating. This makes it so much more important and vital to navigate and stay current with the change that is happening. Next, containerization of HPC workloads is an area to prepare for. Containerization is you know, really catching a lot of attention, and this addresses a number of issues around manageability by encapsulating the application and all of its dependencies. This simplifies the job of the HPC administrator and increases the productivity of the HPC user. Containerizing HPC workloads also increases the likelihood that scientific results can be reproduced by other researchers and reproduced after the original HPC cluster has been decommissioned. And finally, a third area to watch is the movement of HPC workloads into the cloud. Recent improvements in technology combined with global conditions make the cloud particularly attractive. With the global pandemic, it is even more difficult to get on-site to expand or to upgrade on-premise HPC clusters. So why would you consider moving an HPC workload to the cloud? Some workloads, particularly compute-intensive workloads, are easy to move. As companies start to see the value of HPC techniques to business problems, there tends to be an increase in the number of workloads running in their on-premise clusters. 
But as they start using more and more capacity, applications may start slowing down given the competition for the, the resources. And the cloud gives you a way to push that expanding workload onto an environment that gives you greater scalability and more dedicated resources for each program. So leveraging the cloud on demand is known as HPC bursting. And by moving workloads to the cloud, this provides a more flexible capacity to support more researchers and potentially accelerating business results. And as a result, we are seeing an increase in public and private cloud partnerships. That's interesting to hear. Finally, can you provide maybe three key recommendations that customers and federal agencies in particular should consider to take greater advantage of open source software solutions for high performance computing workloads? Absolutely. It's really important to ensure flexibility. And with all the changes happening today, it's important to review what you have done in the past and be open to deploying new technologies. Staying static will not help with modernization efforts, and you'll really want to ensure your solution can adapt to the rapidly changing technology landscape. Secondly, change can be viewed as an opportunity. When you go through the review, there may be technology available today that wasn't available the last time you reviewed your HPC stack. And this can provide an opportunity to modernize and then accelerate your ability to deliver even faster. And then finally, ask yourself if the work really needs to be done on-premise. Uh, with the advancements in technology, it's a great opportunity to take advantage of the ability to deploy where it best fits the requirements of the problem and really optimizes both the delivery and the cost um, of the solutions. All good points, and I appreciate your sharing that, although I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there for today. Uh, Brent Schroeder, uh, thank you, though, for joining us to talk about the power and potential of open source solutions for high-performance computing applications and sharing some of your insights today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me today. And we want to give our thanks to SUSE for underwriting today's episode. Look for more of our coverage of IT modernization in government on fedscoop.com and our FedScoop radio channels on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn. This is Wyatt Cash, your host. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>